And we're back with more of the Pope on film. Bunny. Yes. Are you ready for another exciting installment of Bunny Versus starring the incomparable Bunny Williams? Are you ready? Are you pumped? Are you amped? Are you psyched? Are you jazzed? Are you jazzed, Bunny? Are you jazzed? Oh, you'll find out how jazzed I am. Alrighty then. Well then, without any further ado, leave my book alone. Thank you. It is time once again for Bunny Versus. And now here is your host, Bonnie Williams. Take it away, Bunny. We were cruising into Act 2 at 85 miles an hour in a convertible pink Cadillac with big flowers on the side of it. I had a full cup of coffee and a freshly rolled joint. That's when the drugs kicked in. That's so funny that you should say that because I was trying to figure out how I felt. Like, do I feel happy? Do I feel depressed? And that's when I realized that I feel like a monster reincarnation of Horatio Alger, a man on the move and just sick enough to be totally confident. <laughs> oh, I really need to read more Hunter Thompson. I've read, I've read some. Yeah. I, I have to go back for some of his older stuff. Um, I read a Generation of Swine, mm-hmm. which was like pretty contemporary work uh, in the eighties. And it, fuck, man, when did it come out? Like maybe 88, 89? I, I don't think the 80s were over when I was reading that book. So all of it, that yeah. was a series of articles. Uh, and it was a lot of fun because all of the articles, like like he's he's got a two-part essay on Chernobyl, you know, from like Chernobyl yeah. just fucking happening. He's got stories about Gary Hart on the boat, you know? Yeah. So I read that and I read uh Cursolono, which was pretty good, but I kind of think he was trying to catch that fear and loathing in Las Vegas thing again. Yeah. I, I don't particularly like the movie, you know. I, I would love to read it though. Yeah. I am a huge fan of Hunter S. Thompson's. I've read all of his books. Uh, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, The Very Lonely Firefly, Papa, Please Get the Moon for Me. And a lot of people think that uh, Hunter S. Thompson wrote Brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See? But no, Bill Martin Jr. wrote it. Hunter S. Thompson just did the illustration. Yeah. So The Very Quiet Cricket. Yeah. Uh, the Mixed Up Chameleon. Ten Little Rubber Ducks. That one's a classic. <laughs> so, so there's that. Buddy, I wanted to talk about something. Yes. I went to the movies. Yes. What did you see? Spiral from the Book of Saw. Yeah. See, like, like I, I'm, well, first, I am just introverted. I'm not interested in going out. But like I, I don't want to go out for a movie 
that I would not ordinarily go out for, so I'm really waiting for something bigger. Maybe Black Widow. Yeah. Really excited for Black Widow. Uh, so yeah, I went to go see Spiral. It only released in theaters. It didn't release in as it, it, it wasn't a digital release as well. They've been doing that a lot. So Cruella came out in theaters and you can see it on Disney Plus. And then King Kong versus Godzilla came out in theaters and you could see it on HBO Max, whatever the hell that is. So so Spiral was just in theaters. I have no idea when it's going to be available to download. So I said, I really want to go see this because uh, Chris Rock came up with the story. The yeah. story was his idea. He he was apparently a big Saw fan and had an idea for a, a new take on it. Yeah. And so so I I I wanted to see the Chris Rock Saw movie. I mean that was are, interesting. How are movie theaters doing? Because like we have to save fucking movie theaters. You know? I mean Yeah, we do. Movie yeah, we do. theaters sound like really trivial when you think about it but come on man for fucking proletariat like us it's the only goddamn entertainment we have you know yeah. once in yeah. a while we get out and go to a fucking movie and probably have dinner you know me me and genie we you know we make it a night you know yeah yeah we're old so it's still an early night <laughs> You know, yeah, it's weird for me to think of the fact that, like, I used to watch three movies a week, you know, and now I've only watched two this year. I mean, what are that your... blows my mind? Yeah. I mean, what are your that choices bl- for any kind of entertainment in the society at our economic level? You can go to a movie. Yeah. You can go to a bar. You can go to community theater, but but all of these places are all these places are in the same trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I went to go see Spiral, and that was good. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely not a Saw film. Okay. It's just not a saw. It's difficult to explain. Number one, this is the most I've laughed in a saw movie. Yeah. Chris Rock had an idea for a saw film. He had an original idea. So they got two screenwriters and the screenwriters wrote the script and then Chris Rock got it and then punched it up. And there's definite scenes in the movie where you can go, oh, Chris Rock wrote this part. Chris Rock wrote this part. Chris Rock wrote this part. But the rest of the film. So there are parts that are hilarious. In the beginning, you see Chris Rock's character. And he's uh, undercover with a bunch of criminals and they're about to rob somebody and they're getting ready for to like bust in with guns to like steal some drugs or some money or some shit. And they're putting they're they're getting their weapons ready in the hotel room and they're putting on their outfits and their camouflage and their bulletproof vests. And the whole time, Chris Rock is just there talking to these criminals about how fucked up the movie Forrest Gump is. And it felt exactly like 
a Chris Rock version of the opening of Reservoir Dogs. Okay. And it was so weird because it's like, oh, like this shouldn't be in a Saw movie, but still it was good. And he's and the criminals are like, hey, uh, Forrest Gump didn't have it all bad. He got to have sex with Jenny. And Chris Rock is like, yeah, Jenny had sex with him after she got AIDS. (laughs) Not the entirety of their lives. Jenny's like, oh, I don't want anything to do with you, Forrest. Oh, Forrest, get away from me. Oh, Forrest, I don't want anything to do with you. But once she gets AIDS, hey, Forrest, let's have sex. So, like, that was funny. But at the same time, like, this this isn't a fucking Saw film. (laughs) And then the traps are okay, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of them, and there's not a, that much of a focus on them. It's really more of like a criminal procedural film. It's about these cops. Chris Rock is a cop. He's trying to track down this new jigsaw copycat who is hunting down crooked cops, and and it, it sometimes it feels less like a Saw movie and more like you're watching Criminal Minds or Law and Order or fucking yeah. CSI. But just like a, a gory episode of CSI. Yeah. But I but so I can see why some fans of Saw would not like this film. But on the other hand, I don't think there's a lot of people out there who consider themselves fans of Saw in 2021. So for those people, I would say maybe you should see this one because this is 100 percent unlike any of the other eight goddamn Saw movies. This is completely different and it's not that scary. It's not that violent. It's an interesting criminal procedural detective thriller. Yeah. And no, it's not a horror movie, but some people might like that. Yeah. So once I got home, I saw the last one. I saw, I think it was just called Jigsaw. I was like, I'm going to watch that in because that feels like a Saw movie. That one is a Saw movie. Spiral is a good movie, but it's not a Saw movie. Okay. But there's still got to be some kind of a connection to Saw, right? Uh, There's a very basic connection to Saw in that, oh, this can't be John Kramer. John Kramer's dead. It's probably another copycat. And and then other than that, that's it. And then at the end, the person who ends up being the bad guy is, oh, I I was enamored of John Kramer. And he used the spiral as a symbol and that's what i use as my symbol but i think we can go further with this how about and and so but other than that that's that's it there's no real saw connection see now other this is where i always get in trouble with movies okay yeah because those are some intriguing ideas and my brain is adding ideas that i would really kind of like to see and when i get around to seeing it that's not what I'm going to see, and I'm going to be disappointed. Happens all the fucking time. But yeah. I, I, I'm i kind of picturing as a, what I would think would be cool would be Chris Rock, yes, he's a detective or whatever he is in this, and he is also a big horror fan. Okay? 
So you see him kicking back at home and shit. Maybe he's got some friends over or whatever. Just watching some horror movies. And there is a local killer afoot. And as he starts finding out more about the killer, he's like, this is the fucking Saw movies. He's doing the Saw movies. So you got a copycat killer. You know, like the guy on Craigslist who killed people and blamed it on Dexter. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So like, kind of like that. That'd be fun, yeah. I think. That would be. That would be. But but it it's a fun, entertaining movie. But I don't think it's a soft film. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's bad. And I'd yeah. be. But then they announced that that uh, Saw Ten is already in development. That they're working on a sequel. But what? But what the Saw people said is, "Hey, this might be a. We we have yet to figure out what this is a sequel to. It might be a sequel to Chris Rock's film. It might be a sequel to Jigsaw. Yeah." With, the film before Chris Rock. It could be a sequel to both. It could be a sequel to the original Saw franchise. So I think what they're doing is we're making another Saw film, but before we start it, we need to see how good Chris Rock's movie does. And I don't think it's doing that great. But then again, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. None, no movies are doing good. Yeah. So it's a bit but confusing. People are going, going out a bit more. You know? Yeah. I but mean, I think I, I would really like to do dinner in a movie again, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll be done for another couple of months. But but Spiral is interesting. Spiral is an interesting film. It is intriguing. There are some funny yeah. parts to it. Chris Rock does the serious stuff pretty good, but then also there are points where his Chris Rock humor comes in. Yeah, and it, it's it's a good movie it's not a saw movie but it's a good movie it's a good film okay yeah i was interested in it okay i mean i i almost got tricked into going out to seeing army of army of the dead mm. which i which which I, I was weird because like i knew it was army of the dead and i knew it was netflix you know and I hear people talking about it, you know, like TV's Frank made a joke about it or something like that. So, like, I know people are seeing it and I know Netflix and it's not on fucking Netflix anywhere. So, like, they released it in theaters first, it seems. Huh. Uh... It's not on Netflix. I don't. I it's never on, go it's on Netflix. Netflix now. It's on Netflix now. Oh, it's on Netflix I've, now. I, okay. But I could have been tricked out to the theater to see that. Just had a, you know, and it's supposed to be Romero's last script or some shit. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. It was released in theaters on May fourteenth, and then released on Netflix on May twenty first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when it came on Netflix, I saw it, and I'm like, holy. Oh, let me give my short review. Piece of fucking shit. Yeah. 
Oh, you know, I mean, you really <laughs> lost me in the, and I'm not spoiling anything. This the opening of the movie. Within the first five minutes, our first zombie does kung fu. I'm like, yeah. The fucking zombie's doing kung fu. And I'm like, I, I, I mean, I might come back to it at some time if I can get the idea of zombie out of my head and just be like, okay, let's just take a breath and, and take them as, as, you know, generic monsters, you know, and not zombies. Yeah. And just forget zombies and try watching it again. But watching it as a zombie movie, and especially watching it as like the last Romero script, I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, yeah, I can't accept that movie in I, that context. I want to see the film, but only because uh, Chris D'Elia. D, D, yeah, Chris D'Elia was in the film, and then they finished the film. But then once they finished filming the film, Chris D'Elia had all of these uh, sexual misconduct allegations leveled against him. So yeah. then Zack Snyder said, okay, well, I'm cutting him from the film. And everyone's like, but you filmed everything. And, and now it's, you know, summer of 2020. How are you going to replace him? So he got comedian Tig Notaro in front of a green screen had her do all of his lines and added her into the movie in post with CGI. Is this like her first film? She's been in other little things here and there, but this is like a big thing for her. You know, she, she was interesting. Uh, I wish I wish her character went a little further. Like I felt I felt like like I could see what she's trying to do for the character, but she's doing it a bit too subdued. You well, know? she she might be doing it, she might be doing it a bit too subdued because she wasn't in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> they they well, had yeah, her do her lines and it's gonna hamper her performance. Yeah. Like, like that's 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 the only reason why I wanted to see Army of the Dead is just how do you completely replace an actor in post? Like, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. Like, oh, no, the allegations I, I will, I will yeah. not hold this movie against her at all. I mean, you know, if anything, she got my attention, you know, in a movie I was <laughs> hating that where I was like, oh, OK, this is an interesting character. You know. And plus she gets points because she wasn't there. <laughs> that's that's astounding. Yeah. That's astounding that we live in a in a world of technology where you can do this. Mm -hmm. You know? So that was the only reason I wanted to see Army of the Dead. So how are you doing, Bunny? Um I'm good. Finding you, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm, I'm, 
I'm good. Uh, give me here. You just knocked the head off my joint and it's on the table. Ow. All right, there we go. Um, <laughs> well, I got I got lazy and I I didn't cut brakes, so I recycled the brakes again. I've been doing that a bit lately. That's fine. I've been doing that a lot lately, lately as I procrastinate on doing Dabney. Uh, uh, but like ideally, because like you have a piece that was supposed to go in this week's break that, but I didn't cut it. But like ideally, sooner or later, I would really like to have a NFTP site set up for you to just dump your stuff in, so I could just start putting it out on the website stream, which doesn't exist yet. You know. Yeah. But that's that's also on my you know fairly long to do list. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you want to jump straight to Arnold Schwarzenegger? Because yes, I, I, I you, you, I'm reminding you. I, I feel, I feel, I really need to to say some things to Mr. Schwarzenegger, and um, this is our platform. You know, this is our yeah. platform. So I have. An open letter to Arnold Schwarzenegger. So if you're going to share anything, share that. Okay? So we can get this to Mr. Schwarzenegger so that he maybe understands some things. Okay? So... Dressing Mr. Schwarzenegger. Kind of, kind of... Prepare. Dear Mr. Schwarzenegger, I have been a fan of yours for oh so many years. All the way back to Conan the Barbarian, back in 1982. I was a young, fresh spring spring flower at the tender age of 18. Or I was drunk in a drive-in. Whatever, whatever, okay? Uh... Point is, I have been a loyal fan even ever since. I even like the movies that you totally sucked in, Junior. It broke my heart when you became governor of California. Four years without a Schwarzenegger movie, no gratuitous Austrian violence, and you kind of sucked at the whole politic thing, politic thing anyway. Okay? Sorry, I know it hurts. But now, you are back. I just recently watched your film, Sabotage, on Netflix. And I feel compelled to say... Sabotage. Sabotage. I got this script that's got to sabotage. I think I might do it. Holy fuck, I never knew I could do a Schwarzenegger before. I've always heard everybody's nice. got a Schwarzenegger impersonation for you. And you Everybody does, yeah. Live. Uh, I've just recently watched your film Sabotage on Netflix, and I feel compelled to say, as a true fan, would you fucking stop it? 
You're not an action hero anymore. You're a fucking old man. Jesus. Quit it. It's breaking my heart. Look, Arnie. Okay. Both you and I know you're putting gold bond on your nuts between takes. Your glory days are behind you. As Shakespeare once said, a man loves, his, loves the meat in his youth that he cannot endure at, in his age. Your meat is fucking 73 years old. Every scene, I'm worried, you get, worried you're going to break a hip. I'm really confused. Maybe I, politics has changed you. Hmm? I wasn't sure what movie you were talking about, so I looked it up. It's a 2014 film, Sabotage. Uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and a bunch of other people. But here's the crazy part. Um, it, I, I'm reading the Wikipedia article right here, and, and it definitely takes a turn. Sabotage is a 2014 American action thriller film directed by David Ayer and written by Ayer and Skip Woods. A loose adaptation of the Agatha Christie novel... And then there were none? I don't think there were elite DEA agents being hunted by drug cartels in Agatha Christie's 1939 novel. <laughs> Not to mention the original name of the book was Ten Little N-Words. Yeah, was it? Yes. Yes. So I'm, I'm just really confused. Like, like, yeah, loose adaptation. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit loose. Yeah. Because the book And Then There Were None is a taunt mystery crime thriller. And this is just a shitty Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with that's the rough and gritty look that everybody likes these days, and it's like, oh. Well, well, the director is the, the director is the same person who made Training Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. Was he on my celebrities list? Like a beat up? Probably yeah. not yet, but fucking close. Soon, yeah. Yeah. Soon, yeah. You know, so where was I here? Was he an alien? Okay, so I'm, I'm continuing on. That, that yes. was a nice interlude. Fill out that movie a, bit, a little bit more in case anybody hasn't seen it. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Maybe politics has changed you. I mean, you did sleep with your maid. Like, how fucking cliche is that? Yeah. You know, yeah. sleeping with the maid. I mean, that's right up there with the butler did it. You know? Yeah. Get, get an original scandal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, Even do you think it was scandalous? chosen? Do you think he was like, Nobody has seen this scandal in a while. <laughs> you know? And 
Also, you lived in this country for 40 something years. How do you still sound like this? <laughs> it's ridiculous. You've been an American for like 50 years. How do you still sound like, stop. If you're going to make it back to top, to the top of the box office, you're going to have to pivot. Okay. Pivot. Maybe hire the rocks agent. I mean, he's doing better work than you've ever done. You know, and the rock is the rock really is. The rock has like completely impressed me as an actor. You know, I would feel fairly confident in any movie they decided to drop him in. Um, but okay, well, maybe you hire the rocks agent, um, or maybe try you're a hard boiled doctor in a medical procedural. We'll call it it's a tumor. Nice, but nice. I like the idea. I think you would be best suited in a sitcom now that you're in your golden years. I know. Oh, God, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, but Bunny, I'm not funny. I know. I know. We all know you're not funny. <laughs> it's something else you suck at, but, but, but just hear me out anyway. You could have the whole cast helping, helping to prop your ass up in, the, in your sunshine, sunset years. The other cast members can even joke about how you keep trying to be funny, and you can't. You can invent the grandpa joke. Okay? You know what he should do? Here's an idea. Yeah. Just get, you know, get Zack Snyder to computer generate him into the big show show. Yeah. Okay. That Instead is of the big idea. show, it's the Arnold show. But I and do, people I, won't know. People won't know that we're doing this because no one saw the big show show anyway. Mm-hmm. This is true. You know, so no one will know we're doing this. Yeah. This is pretty true. good idea. Or yeah, and and this is in the letter. Or how about? He's the goofy neighbor. Okay. And what makes him the goofy neighbor is he's he's like reliving his youthful days when he was in the Hitler youth. You know? I mean he would be able to get to wear his leader hosen again and and the swastika armband again. You know? So like there's a perk. You know, like really consider it. Yeah. And you know, I, I mean, uh, this is a sitcom. We're talking <laughs> lighthearted fun. I mean, I'm thinking Ken Mars in uh, the producers. Yeah. You know, just comedic yeah. Nazi. You know. Um. But for the love of all that's holy. No more action flicks, okay? It's stupid enough when Stallone does it. And that is my closer. Here's an idea for Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm just spitballing here off the top of my head. 
how great would it be to have Arnold Schwarzenegger do a series of biopics that he is wholly unqualified to be in? Uh, okay. Like, let's okay. just do like, like off the top of my head, off the top of my head, the, the main one that I'm thinking of right now is Arnold Schwarzenegger is Stephen Hawking. Yeah. You know, okay, wait. things like that. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mother Teresa. I'm thinking something more along the lines of the Expendables here. Okay. So we'll get Schwarzenegger. We'll get Stallone. Okay. Um, I would really like Carl Weathers. Okay. And I don't know. Who's a good fourth action star um, for this? Steven Seagal. I'll go Steven Seagal. Nice. Okay. For a biopic on Led Zeppelin. You know, you okay. cast Steven Seagal as, as uh, John Bonham, you know. I'm kind of liking Carl Weathers for Robert Plant. Nice. Okay. Schwarzenegger. We could let him be Jimmy Page. And Stallone, because I've never been a Stallone fan. Stallone, John Paul Jones. Because, you know, really, fuck John Paul Jones. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Look, there's always one guy in every band who's just kind of like, do you really need to be here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just thinking off the top of it. Oh, I had another great idea for a Arnold Schwarzenegger biopic. Yes. Biopic, but I forgot what it was. Um. Oh, finally. The uh, the story of Kurt Cobain is brought to theaters, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Kurt Cobain. Oh, what is that smell in the room? It smells like teen spirit in here. <gasps> that is a song. Someone get me a pen. I will write the song. Okay, you know now, box now, office. Now, just ha- how you said. Finally, when you started that, made my brain say Schwarzenegger starring in the Dwayne Johnson story. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I like that. I-, I would imagine Schwarzenegger through the whole film being like, his, his, his agent did that? Did you see what his agent... You, you've never done that for me. <laughs> yeah. The air conditioning's running. Please close it. Thank you. But one more thing I kind of want to bring up that you sort of reminded me of at the beginning of the show. Like, kind of, it, it's a fancy in my brain as, as opposed to a real thing yet. But I'd kind of like to start throwing a little more money at some advertising for the show. Okay. Like maybe 20 a month for a couple of months. 
and I want to target an audience. And, but like, I don't know. I, the world is insane, you know? I do not want to become well known in my town, and I don't recommend this to you either. You know? Yeah. So I don't want to target Colorado Springs, and I don't want to target Shawnee for advertising. Kent, Ohio. Exactly. I was thinking of having a discussion with you and maybe even opening it up to any of our fans listening for the comments. Uh, what would be a fun city to target for advertising? But yes, Kent is in the fucking running, especially if we could do small bits every week of what's going on in that town. Like, let's just yeah. pick a random yeah. town and take it under the show's wing. And we will advertise See, that, that was- town. And we will report how, on that town. How serendipitous. I already came up with this idea in Act One. How wonderful. Well, I, that's I, what, think, I think Kent, Ohio. Uh, is what, that's what I'm... I, I would like to hear from anybody out there who is interested. You know, Christian, Jennifer, yeah. any, anybody, you know... <clears throat> Some of our hardcore fans who probably still don't listen. <laughs> yeah. We're special like that. Uh, for their input, what, what, would, what would be a really interesting, weird-ass town? I mean, you know, we could advertise to the town that Silent Hill was based on. You know, I mean... yeah. I, I really like Kent. I'm not saying anything about Kent, but I think that this we should think about this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully people will comment to help give us opinions. But yes. then we will we will adopt that state. I will do some advertising with that state. And we'll dig up any information. City. City, not state. Okay. Dan says we should target women over 60 in Florida. I don't know if I could be that specific. Okay. Well, we we should be targeting more towards women over 60 in Florida. I, I do agree with that. I mean that I mean that would that would be that would be that is interesting, frankly, because I don't think we would be able to aggravate anybody more than women over 65 in Florida. Which means there is a high potential for, like, picketing and calls to, to Facebook to have us taken down. And and, all, and we will get more fucking advertising off of that than we could with the ads themselves. So it's an yeah. intriguing possibility. That's, that's so random. Hi, we're Bunny and Steve from the Pope on Film telling you to get your shingles vaccine. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's a decent idea. 
Man, they're gonna love QAnon Karen. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, basically, I based it on well, people like you. <laughs> yeah. But that is that is it. That is it. So let's think of some cities. And should we put it up for a vote? Should we do a poll kind of thing in the group? Sure. Sure. Okay. I think that's a good idea. Okay. So that is about it for me for this week. Oh, I forgot to put up my Schwarzenegger my Schwarzenegger screen. Look at that. Look how pretty. He was supposed to be up the whole time. I can't see it yet. Hold on. I'm waiting. There he is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, Orange. Seriously, man. Yeah. He's kinda, old. Yeah. I think we should replace him in those grandma memes. I love the grandma memes. Yeah. Where she where where grandma is with her walker and the daughter's helping her and she'll say something yes. like she'll say something completely legitimate for, from some point in my life. <laughs> and then the daughter or whoever yeah. is just kind of discounts it like, "Yes, grandma, okay. Let's get inside." <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Okay, grandma. Yeah. Like Madonna used to wear her underwear on the outside. <laughs> okay, let's get let's get you let's get you in bed. Okay, Grandma. Yeah. Let's just replace it with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let's just replace Grandma with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and do the same fucking memes, like the exact same memes. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. I have a twin, and it's Danny DeVito. Sure, okay. Let's (laughs) let's get you inside. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure in like script meetings, he's always like, "Well, instead of this, why don't we do this in front of a blockbuster?" What happened to blockbuster? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was governor at the time. <laughs> but that is it for this week's funny verses. As we get on, what's going on with chap? Have we even talked about you this week? Um, you did a bit. A How are one, you? It... I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. It 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 just finally stopped raining. It rained for like two whole weeks. Yeah, for over two weeks, so it finally stopped raining. So that's exciting. It's it started here, you know. Yeah, it's just started here. Like yesterday, we got a good, decent rain with some nice thunderclaps. But the thing is, yeah. is that that at night when I'm getting ready to go to bed for the past couple of months, I've been really fond of putting on a sound thing on YouTube. And I generally yep. choose heavy rain and thunder. They're like black screen videos. It's just sound. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the sound, the sound of rain and lightning, rain and thunder. And it goes black. 
So yesterday, when it actually started raining and thundering, I got really drowsy. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, shit, man. Time to go to sleep. Yeah. But let's head on over to Shaft. What is what is the Shaft? What uh, it's a good one. It's it's about a world famous author who wrote a werewolf novel that uh, that the powers that be don't want you to read. Ah, okay, okay, that should be interesting. Yeah. Okay, let's yeah, it's get a good on one. over there. So that is it for this week's bunny verses. Uh, and I think a damn good bunny verses, but bunny verses can be kind of lame. I concur. I can't think of what I uh, of what to say now. It's like. Ugh. Shut the fuck up. Um, and we just want to remind you, self-adhesive tape? Yes, please. And cut on that. 